So yeah, we're back with Michael Grimes again. He is a DOP and uh, I'm Steven and I'm your host and I am just going to be talking with him a little bit about what it's like to be a DOP and the three tips, you know, he would give to people who uh, are interested. Um, they feel called to do production, to do uh, director of photography. Um, and I am hoping to actually get a little bit, you know, more just like, I would say, um, how can we help you get, you know, some of the, like, you know, I would say tools or who to connect with, where to apply or things to prepare yourself to be where Michael is. Not that he's like the most successful DOP, but you know, he's doing something that's working. People love his work and he's impacting his community. And so, yeah, Michael, thank you so much for, you know, doing this session again with us. Yeah, man. Good to be here. This is fun. Yeah. I was just actually, um, even before we jump into this, into the tips, you know, <laughs> I was just talking to Michael about why we're doing this, even as Spike Nard. Um, and I just wanted to share with you guys who are listening, you know, my heart actually, I was impacted by a story in Matthew 25 recently that talks about this idea where God gives like five talents, two talents and one talent to these, you know, young men, or I guess, you know, these laborers and he goes away. Right. And when he comes back, you know, I think it's Matthew 25, 15, you see the one who was given five, you know, it says he gave them actually the talents according to their abilities. And then when he comes back in like in Matthew 25, 15, it talks about this concept of, the guy who had five, he went and traded. He uses like a business term about trading. You know, it's, it's like he makes, he does business with his five talents and he's able to make five more. So he's able to multiply. He's able to like multiply himself. And, and that's kind of the heart of having these like creatives of the month, because I want to give them almost that opportunity to like multiply themselves in other people that maybe when they meet the Lord and, and there's like someone who they impacted over a podcast, but they don't know, you know, Michael, you know, you could be impacting someone who's going to be huge or someone who's going to be impacting, you know, India or Africa or anybody, you know, we have a lot of listeners yeah, in India and Africa. Good. And so, yeah, I just want to give you almost like that vision as well. And also for the people who are new and listening to this, um, I really believe in multiplying ourselves and, taking time to take the talents that God has given us and, and impacting or giving them to the next generation down. Uh, and I Absolutely. do believe that God does credit that to us. And so, yeah. So Michael, talk to us a little bit about what a DOP is again. Um, and, and then we'll jump into like the tips, you know, after that. So what is a yeah. DOP? So a DOP is a director of photography. So essentially a DOP is in charge of the visual aspect of uh, whatever video or film music video you're creating. Um, the DOP is in charge of uh, the look of that, that video. So that comes down to the camera, the lenses, the lighting. Um, and then, you know, how you, how you move that camera within your scene. So where do DOPs work? Um, so if you're a DOP, what job openings do you usually apply for? Like, uh, can you give me just like roles? Like, is it just like random places? Is it like studios? Is it production companies? Where do DOPs work usually? 
So um, usually, uh, if you're in the film world, we work with. We work, there's actually a really great film community here in Cleveland, and so a lot of DPs are actually for hire. So they're contractors. Um, they work independently. Um, okay. So that's one route. <laughs> Just do it and uh, meet people. You know, go to the you know fo- follow uh, the community where you live and uh, just meet when you people. say that when you say meet like uh, meet people where you live. So even when you say yeah. they're like contractors, what does that mean? Does that mean you hire yourself at like meaning you have your own business yeah. and you okay? Yeah, you essentially you essentially are your own business. So you're a freelance director of photography. Uh, and so that's, that's the majority of people who are DOPs. Uh, that's a majority of what they're doing. Almost everywhere now has a community of people who are, are trying to produce videos, um, either commercially or for entertainment purposes. Um, so find out where those people are, make yourself known to them. See if, you know, if, if they already have all the pieces in place, uh, you know, see if you can get on any of their sets as a production assistant or something, just get yourself around that community, um, and meet those people. The other thing is, you know, sometimes ad agencies will have videographers that they're hiring directly or, uh, just different production studios. Um, you know, like where I work as a production, as a production studio, those are typically the places you'll, you'll find work. So if you are um, looking for a job, you're a DOP or you're a videographer, um, you've done some small sets, you've done some small gigs, um, and you want to actually grow in your field, give me like your first tip. So you're working maybe for your church or you're working on like small gigs with friends and you're good at it. People like your work. Um, what's like a first step, uh, for someone who wants to grow or wants to make this their career? Yeah. So I, I really do. I really do think, um, the first step is just to do it. Um, yeah, yeah. In what, whatever way you can, you know, if that means no budget and you just have a camera, just go shoot stuff, go shoot your video. Yeah. Um, and you have to get that experience. You have to just do it, learn from from that experience, uh, to know what to do different next time, or, you know, maybe on the next video, um, you want to try this new thing, or you want to add this piece of equipment that will allow you to, to better, uh, visualize your idea. Um, it is just a matter of doing it over and over. Awesome. So yeah, we'll kind of come to uh, now the three tips, you know, the way we do the three tips, it's just three, you know, ways. It's also places, people, things. And so I'm going to ask you just like, you know, the first tip is like places, you know, what are places, whether websites, whether, you know, schools or different things, what is a recommendation, a, a tip for people who want to be a DOP? What places should these people be at? Must place, you know, like give me a few places that they have to be at every month or every year, where do they need to go? The first thing is find out what creatively you're drawn to. So with DOP, that's film, that's music videos, that's even commercials. I know that kind of sounds funny, but I mean, personally, I love watching commercials to see how, what creative ways they're telling a story in, you know, 30 seconds, just take in as much as you can 
this is artwork. This is, you know, this is something that's inspiring. Um, it might seem like, oh, just another commercial, but it is still artwork. You're still telling a story visually. And so take that stuff in. I mean, pay attention to the commercials you're seeing, pay attention to um, something fresh and new that that's happening within music videos or within film. I think you have, I think you have to digest as much as that is possible to find out what you relate to. So maybe it's a genre. Maybe you notice like, Oh, I've been watching a lot of movies and I notice this one DP keeps popping up and you know, so you start to really respond to a DP's work and you start to consume a lot of the stuff that they've made. At that point, you really need to be diving into analyzing their work. What, what are they doing? How are they, how are they lighting a scene? How are they choosing, you know, what kind of lenses are they using to shoot this? Why does it look the way it looks? You know, why are they moving the camera the way they're moving it? Start to really analyze the decisions that they're making to tell their, to tell the story, to see, you know, why does this work so well? Why am I responding to it so much? And then, so for the second one is, so places, so you're talking about, they need to pretty much any place where they consume content. Um, and then the second one is what is a person or people that these people need to be connecting with? Like what are people um, or resources as resource persons that they, these people need to connect with? Who should they be contacting, DMing, emailing, you know, to like kind of get to the place where they're, you know, growing in their field? Yeah. Uh, I think if you are a freelance DOP and um, you're wanting to get more work, you're wanting to, uh, to do work with, with people in the film community with wherever you live. Uh, I think you need to be getting in touch with directors and producers. Um, okay. so like I was saying earlier, find, find the film community where you live. Cause I guarantee there's one, there's people creating videos, uh, and films all over the world. Uh, <clears throat> find out, find out where those people are. Uh, a lot of times they'll they'll have meet and greets or workshops or, or something where you can go and and uh, and meet people who are who are doing this um, and see who you connect with, um, see who you connect mm-hmm. with, and 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 strike up conversations about you know your favorite <laughs> you know your favorite uh, films or or um, music or any of that and uh yeah see who you connect with and then um i think i think a lot of this uh happens through relationship awesome and then for the last part is just things like what are things that a dop needs to either get um resources websites you know uh equipment you know what are things that you think are necessary to kind of grow, um, what kind of maybe resources like softwares, you know, like what kind of things will help you grow? Definitely, you know, fundamental. Um, so with DOP resources, uh, one I like a lot is, um, Roger Deakins. He's my favorite DOP and that's pretty cliche, but I can't help it. The man is a genius. <laughs> so <laughs> he has a podcast, the the Deacons podcast. Um, okay. and there's a website called shot deck and it's a website where you can search any movie director or cinematographer or, and you can 
analyze individual frames of movies and you know you can see uh what camera it was shot on if it was film or digital you know what aspect ratio it is what lenses they were using what what kind of lighting they were you know you can you can see the image and then you can see the notes about that film uh and it's been it's it's a really good resource just to be able to look at this stuff and and really start to analyze uh what's happening within that frame and what makes it so great um i love those two uh resources um masterclass is another website that's really great for just learning um about how to tell stories in this medium right yeah so do you have um any other like last tips so we talked about places you know people and things that a dop needs to kind of get their hands on um, to kind of go to, you know, the next, you know, in a sense, I, I mean, I always talk about, you know, you're always trying to grow as a DOP or right. any creative field you're in, you know, is there anything that you can think about that maybe we missed or we didn't say that a DOP needs or that has helped you tremendously, any resource, any go-to person, any software or any equipment that is like, man, this equipment, every DOP needs or, yeah, I think um, it's tough because this in this field, a lot of, uh, I mean, here at the studio, we have equipment. So we have, right. um, we have pretty much everything we need to be able to pull off a production in-house. So it, it makes it easy. But most of the time, uh, most of the time people are, are renting this stuff. So uh, it's really a matter of, okay, what's our budget? And then how do I allocate that budget? Uh, right. To, to pull off what I'm wanting to pull off. Um, so I think a lot of it comes down to you just have to do the thing. So you get the lights you can get, you get the camera you can get, and you just do it and you learn from the video you've created. And then maybe you say, okay, well, next time this worked out really well, but I was missing something over here that I really feel like we could do better next time. And so, okay, what would I need to pull that off? And you just analyze what you, you know, what could have made that shoot better. And you just do that next time you plan better for next time. Uh, so it really comes down to learning from what you've done before. Right. And I think, <clears throat> I also think as a, you know, as a, a DOP, I think it's also really important. I mean, that's, that's the photography field. So if people are, are, you know, if people love photography or you, that's what a DOP does. He photographs, you know, he's, he's in charge of what the image looks like. Um, he's in charge of capturing light and, uh, creating an image with light. Um, so I think, I think really analyzing how do I create a specific mood or feeling or atmosphere with light how do i do that you you need to really start to analyze what natural light is doing you need to start to analyze what artificial light is doing what are practical lamps um doing you need to look at the quality of that light light you need to see what it's doing you need to see why in this circumstance am i getting this emotion because of what the light's doing and why am i getting this emotion because of of what the light you know what i mean Wow. Um, you really need to start analyzing like why why is this emotion happening whenever the the clouds go over the sun and it's very dreary outside why is it conveying this kind of emotion um and then why do i get a different emotion when the sun comes out and it's lighting it up and then same with at night you know what what's the 
streetlights conveying emotionally, you know, what was the feelings you're getting. So I think really analyzing, um, how light, you know, how you interpret lighting conditions emotionally. Like it sounds strange, but I mean, that's really what you're doing. I've never heard about this. I mean, I've heard about this in the concept of music and I know you're a musician, so I've heard about music and, and, and how different keys and minors and majors, you know, and how they affect and how you write different music to affect different emotional connections to the people, that kind of thing. And so, I mean, lights, I mean, us, yeah. And I've heard like (laughs) light and sound, you know, like, uh, all those things. Yeah. Married together, uh, you know, really well. That's why film is such a strong art form. Uh, but yeah, I think it's so important to just be be aware of these things. So one one more thing I wanted to say is that I think it's also really important yeah. to pull pull from other art forms that are also visual. So with me, I think a lot of what helps me do what I do is because of my background in fine art. Yeah. So um, because I have a background in fine art, I understand things like composition. And, um, I, you know, when you look at painting, you know, uh, painters are, are creating, um, compositions or they're using color and they're also using light. You know, you, you start to interpret, you, you see what they're doing. You see how they interpreted what they saw, you know, what they saw the light doing. They're interpreting it. A lot, a lot of expressionists are, are interpreting what the light is doing. And so I think if you, as a DOP, if you want to get better with photography, um, or the moving image like film, you have to, you have to also study, um, other art forms, uh, learn from painters, especially, I think is a, is a huge thing. Just learning how they, um, compose an image and you start to what painters and what illustrators do with composition, you can start to translate that into film. Uh, I think it really helps um, make your work stronger in the end. So that's another, that's probably the last little tip. That's amazing. No, I mean, I'm really grateful, man. I, and I know people will find this really useful, um, especially as you're really expanding on, uh, not just like the technical or aspects, but also like, I love what you even spoke about teamwork and the things that you, you know, even the website, I mean, the short deck, you know, I'm going to definitely check that out and see, you know, about those things. And and one of the things that you actually emphasized, Michael, a lot, a lot was just about studying and about, you know, analyzing, you know, uh, mistakes or other people's work. And that's really something I'm going to take away as well, you know, because like sometimes, you know, <laughs> you know, it's hard to learn. Like some people, sometimes you can be lazy and not learn from your mistakes. And so really grateful for your tips and yeah, really grateful to have people like you who are willing to invest, you know, in the upcoming generation and other people, not just in the next generation, but peers and people who are looking to do some amazing stuff in the, you know, a film world. And so, Absolutely, yeah, thank you, man. Love to talk about it. Yeah. Do you have any last words or anything before we end the session? Yeah. I, like I said, I think it's just a matter. Don't don't. Uh, I, I think one of the biggest hangups creatives can have is um, feeling overwhelmed and not like they're not good enough. You know, a lot of creatives are perfectionists. And so you feel like, well, it's never something's never good enough. 
But right. I think the most important thing, and I'm I'm guilty of that too. I'm a perfectionist, man. I, I when I'm on a production, my right. full attention is on that thing, and I'm going to make it as I'm going to make it as perfect as I as I can. You know, I'm gonna I want to I want to I want to do the best I possibly can with the resources I have, with the time I have in the moment. Right. Um, and then, you know, so I, I think it is a matter of just doing it. The more you do it, the more you study it, it'll just, it'll all seep in. You'll, it'll all seep into your brain. You'll, you'll get it. It'll be there. Um, uh, and a lot of people just are afraid to take that first step. And, and I get it because, you're not, you're not confident when you're starting off. And I'll tell you, when I look back on the things I did six years ago, I don't like it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't like it at all. I hate it. Uh, but what's cool is F, because I just do it and I continue right. to do it over and over, I am right. able to see the progression that has been made over that time. So, right. you know, um, I just, I'm a big proponent of not beating yourself up and not getting too, um, worried about where your, your shortcomings might be because eventually, you know, eventually you'll get better. Eventually those things will go away. Um, so you just got to get out there and do it, man. Thank you so much, Michael. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll bring you back in, you know, maybe talk about a few more things as you do some big things. So yeah, yeah thank absolutely. you so much. Thanks. Steven. Maybe talk talk music next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, Michael, Michael's a phenomenal bassist, guys. And yeah. So <laughs> thanks, <dude. laughs> thanks, bro. Have a good day. You too.